All right, so we are live. Good evening, y'all. So, of course, once society, right? I'll just call it society, right? Once society starts saying, hey, yeah, yeah, we're moving past this, you know, this pandemic. Like, we're not, you know, we're, we're, we're brushing our shoulders off with this pandemic. And then the mask, you know, went away, especially shout out to that Florida judge. Because, uh, and I'm, I'm in the state of Florida. So, before someone jumps in and be like, oh, don't get on Florida. I'm from the state of Florida. Um, and I uh, shit on Florida as often as I can. And when that Florida federal judge says, hey, yeah, we don't, they don't, they don't need to wear masks in like federal buildings and, you know, federal transportation related stuff. This was when we were talking about the airplanes and it just kind of trickled down everywhere else. Like it, I knew it kind of spelt the end as far as, oh yeah, like, yeah, they, they're really ready to go. Like they're really ready to move on and like leave this in the back, even though the cases were still there. The deaths were still there. In fact, I was just I was just looking at uh, CDC just so we can get some some updated numbers because I know like I know you guys like the updated numbers. Uh, looks at just the total cases just this week, especially because you know a lot of places aren't really tracking it down anymore. We had one hundred and one thousand new COVID cases this week. We had thirteen hundred deaths this week. Uh, we had eighteen hundred hospital admissions this week. So. Just to, just so we can kind of get a nice little foundation. So kind of proceeding. So we have this uh, physician who is a pediatrician who says, yeah, I don't wear masks for lots of different reasons. Mention the CDC, mention, um, um, you know, being uncomfortable, uh, mention, uh, you know, low you know, transmission rates in the area kind of based on the CDC. Just so a lot of things were focused on, hey, you know what? The numbers are better. The CDC says these are the new recommendations and this is what I'm doing. And and I what I like, right? What I do like, right? So let me let's let's give the olive branch where the olive branches do. He he mentions that he asks his patients like, hey, if you want people to still wear this mask, We'll wear the mask, right? And by will, meaning me, meaning uh, my MA. Like, we'll still wear the mask. Hey, how you doing? But if you don't want us to wear a mask, we ain't going to wear the mask. Because, like, our default is we not wearing the mask until you tell us to wear the mask. Now, I got some questions, right? Before we get to the degree, I got some questions. Now, full backstory. For those that don't know, I'm, a, I'm an internist, which means I take care of of adult patients. And I work in several settings. I work in the acute care hospital setting. Uh, that's where like if you call 911, got a heart attack or something, that's where you go. I work in the long-term care hospital setting. That means that if you are too healthy to still be in the acute care side, but you still need long-term care, like wound care, respiratory care, um, long-term antibody, like something in that regards, I work there too. I'm a medical director at two different rehab facilities. Meaning that, you know, after you're done, let's say, uh, you know, you fall, let's say, you know, you get your hip replaced and you got to go to rehab to get strong before you go home. I work there too, right? So I work in several different facets of the post-acute care, right? And just medicine in general from an inpatient perspective. So I, I've seen patients and I continue to see patients at all these different levels. And at least for me, right? I'm, again, I'm in Florida all the places I wear masks, right? Like I just, I can't even fathom 
a, a position where I would work in a hospital setting now without wearing a mask. Now, again, mind you, I feel comfortable with masks. Uh, mind you, they're the cloth masks. They're not N95 masks, right? So this, this, you know, just for full disclosure, not, they're not like the N95 masks, but I just like wearing the mask. I like the covering. I like the protection. And I do have patients where if there's some issues where maybe they can't hear me, like I, I stand a good distance, I'll take it off. I talk, 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 and then I put it back on. So I'm cool with that. I'm not one of these people who are like, oh, I'm suffocating because I'm wearing a mask. Not one of those people. Even if I have to wear N95, I could rock N95 all day because I could just do that. So you have this you have this physician who says, hey, I'm not wearing my mask by default unless a patient tells me to wear the mask. And I think I think that's okay. Right. That, that's the disposition. I think it's OK. I, I, I'm, I'm comfortable and I'm, I'm unfortunately I'm and, and I think what messed it up is the physician essentially says, yeah, I'm just tired of wearing the N95 mask. I'm tired of it like that. So already I'm like, oh, that's not going to go good already. I'm like, oh, that's not going to go good because what you're essentially saying is it's not because the my patient census is, you know, very and it's a pediatric, it's a kid's, uh, you know, pediatric office. Right. So it's not like the kids are all super healthy and everything else. Like, no, I'm personally just tired of wearing it. Now, let me tell you a backstory. When I was a medical student, when I was a medical student and as a medical student, you have to go through multiple rotations. And the sickest I've ever been was during my pediatric rotation. Like, I don't know what these kids be carrying. I don't know what they be carrying. But whatever bugs they carry, those super bugs that they carry, is that's something that I want no business being around. Because it was for the first time I had bronchitis. For the first time I had to have inhaler. Like, it was so bad. Like, my pediatric attending sent me home. Like, because I was just, like, you know, I was doing the cough thing. And he's like, are you okay? I was like... I don't know what it is. Like he just he just said, "Hey, you know what? I'm writing a prescription for some steroids and inhalers. Take that. You know, see me in a few days." Like it was that bad. So I can only imagine what it's like being in what I would call the petri dish of a rotation, like pediatrics, and being like, "Nah, I'm I'm cool. I'm cool with that." And I got kids as well. And I always I I tell my wife all the time, like I deal with adult illnesses all day every day. Whenever my kids get a runny nose or something, I eventually get sick. So these kids carry the type of germs that there's no way that I would be like cool, right? Just running into. But he's like, nah, I'm like that. He said, I'm okay with that. And honestly, I'm just tired of wearing masks. I don't want to deal with it. I'm like, nah, I'm just tired of wearing a mask. So of course, right? There's a lot of people who are reacting to it. There are a lot of people who react to it because they're like, Look at someone in the healthcare setting who, unfortunately, right, and it th- isn't thinking necessarily for the patient per se, uh, but thinking specifically for themselves, right? If they would have said, hey, I, I don't wear the mask because none of my patients want me to do it. My patients are like, okay, that maybe get a little grace. You still got to, you know, you probably still get a little pushback. But once you like center yourself, once you center yourself and say, no, I don't wear a mask. I'm just tired of it, right? You're going to feel uh, the pushback, right? And if you go look at his page, 
there's a lot of pushback, right? There's a lot of pushback. There's a lot of people being tagged. There's a lot of stitches happening. I'm almost, I'm almost sure of it. I'm almost sure uh, the, t- the type of reaction he's getting, he was not expecting to get. Because obviously, again, you know, I just read the numbers. We're still dealing with COVID. We're still dealing with COVID deaths. Uh, we know how COVID affects children. We know uh, the incidence of vaccination and boosting um, and the, how the percentages are lower uh, for kids or those who are eligible for it. We know, like, we know all of these factors here. So why, why would we want to add stoke to the fire? Now, again, remember, I'm, I'm just talking about the healthcare setting. If, if you're one who is like, hey, you know what? I'm about to go to Publix. I'm about to do this. I've done all the things I need to do. I've gotten vaccinated. I've gotten boosted. I've gotten boosted again. I just want to go get some eggs. Okay. You know what? That's a decision you make. And that's a decision that you make with, you know, the people who go to the grocery store with you. But when you're in a situation where the healthcare facility where you're going to be, obviously, yes, you're going to deal with some healthy people, some wellness visits, but you're going to deal with some sick visits as well. When you're dealing with that, like when you're kind of dealing with that, you almost have to kind of step aside yourself and say, okay, you know what? Nah, I ain't going to do that. Like I, I got to do something different. And to to be like, no, I don't even, I don't wear no masks. I am good. What's it's, and he mentioned, he mentioned this aspect, especially with kids, right? And this was, this was one of the talking points early um, with masking, right? Especially with masking in kids is that they say, well, you know, kids go through this developmental um, period where they need to see your face. And, and if they don't do that, then there's some less development. Now, again, right. If again, I'm again, like I said, I, I take my mask off in front of my patients, especially if they can't hear me or there's some impediment, but so you can, again, you can step back, pull it off, do all the facial expression. Like you can still have it, but to just to like to let that be an anchor, like I, it's difficult for me to rock, right? It's difficult for me to to be like, yeah, okay, I, I see. Yes, the kid needs to see your face. Like it's difficult for me. Now, mind you, there are probably, especially in this past three years, there are probably people who I've, in fact, not probably, I'm almost sure there are people who I've taken care of who have no clue that I was the one taking care of them. Like all they know is this, right? Like all they know. All they know is that they see the eyes, right? They see some glasses, right? Like they probably have no clue that I was the one taking care of them. And I'm like, hey, what can I do, right? Like, like it was part of the job. You just had to do what you had to do. Um, but to kind of see that separation of, yeah, I just don't feel like wearing the mask. Like that, uh, that was, that, that's tough, right? That's going to be tough for me to argue for, right? Like and again, obviously, you know, you know, y'all know me. I don't like, I don't like getting on my fellow colleagues if I don't have to. But obviously, I'm here for the patient, right? So I, I, I have to understand. All right, why, or how could, you know, a patient of mine be upset seeing something like this? Because now, right, you see that you see a pediatrician who does that. Now, you know, if if I, Doctor Pierre, says like, hey, you should be wearing a mask. Like, hey, nah, I, I seen a pediatrician. I seen a pediatrician talking about they don't wear a mask. So why are you telling me to wear a mask, right? So now it makes it just makes the job so much harder um, for us, especially when, especially when you 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 can just you just look outside, you look on TV, and, and if you're still dealing with it, still trying to protect yourself, and you see all these people who are literally acting like 
Like, yeah, let's just move on. Even though 100,000 new people got COVID to this week, just this week, 100,000 new people, um, even though about, again, I think, what was it, 12, 1,300 people died this week from COVID. Like, even though all of these things uh, still occur, hey, everybody, hey, everybody, like that, like that's what's so, uh, that's what's so tough, right? So, and, and again, again, right? And it's just one of those things where, now those who are already against it, right? The social distancing, the wearing the mask and, and, and you know, and the settings that they wear it in, that's just more evidence to say, oh yeah, see, we, we got someone else, right? We got someone else on our side said they don't even wear masks when they take care of the kids. Which again, is, again, obviously I'm not that person. I'm not that doctor. I just think it's wild to me. It's just, it's just wild to me. Now, like, mind you, if I go with my kids, right, if I go take my kids to a doctor appointment right now, uh, if that's not an option, I'm going to be like, oh, hey, can, can, can they, can they wear a mask? Like, can, like, like, it just has to be, like, it's, we're just living in a new time, right? And again, I know for some people, they hate the mask, they hate, they hate what it represents, they, you know, they hate the quote unquote restrictions from it. Uh, But I just think that, like, especially right now when we talk about cold and flu season, this is, mind you, like, COVID here. Boom, right? We got COVID. We, COVID boogeyman's behind me. But it's still cold and flu season. Because I, I saw someone ask, like, why do I wear the cloth mask? It's because cold and flu season is still cold and flu season, right? And guess what does a great job, you know, slowing down the spread of cold and flu? The mask. So, even if I don't have that N95 mask and I know that, you know, N95 protects it, you know, let's say 90%, we'll just give a number, 90%. I know that that cloth mask is going to do enough to at least slow some things down. So, you know, I don't get the flu, right? I don't get this. I don't like, like there's still a lot of things to protect yourself that doesn't necessarily have to be COVID. And I think we have so centered ourselves into thinking that the, the masks are only about COVID um, that we just kind of forget about everything else, right? And again, like I said, you look on the TV, you look, you, you, you look outside, and you you know people are just kind of you know people have just moved on, right? You understand people have just kind of moved on. And say, yeah, I'm I'm done with this, like I'm I'm out of here, like that. But like, COVID, the pandemic has passed. We're we're moving on with our life, which obviously is a very privileged position to be in, right? Because we had what a million and what, what's 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 our Total total death numbers one point one right one point one people one point one million people in the span of three plus years died from COVID right like so it's very privileged to be like let's just move on right and that one point one million people died that doesn't include all of the people who are uh, permanently disabled from COVID still living and if you don't know who those are just search long COVID here right and you'll find you'll find a lot of them you'll find a lot of them on social media YouTube. Uh, tweet, uh, Facebook, Twitter, you're going to find them all there too. So it's, it's just one of those things where like, it's, it's, uh, it's tough. It's tough. Cause you're like, Oh, what are you doing? Like, again, if, if, again, if you don't want to wear the mask, cool, rock out. But, uh, but you know, to, to be so like, what, what I would have loved that doc to do is to act like they don't see the mess. Like, just act like you, you should, he should have been like, all right, man, you know what? I know that the way I want to answer this is not gonna it's not gonna flow well. So let me just act like I don't see the message, right? Like if if you're gonna go, let's but to 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 provide the support 
needed for others to say, oh yeah, yep, see this, boom, I knew it. Get the mask out of here. Mask gone. Like I, that's that's what it's there for. Like that's I think that's what's so crazy about it, right? Let me let me, let me make sure I didn't miss any because I know we had a, a whole bunch of posts earlier. Uh, to there. Yeah, so yeah, and Shark Beast. Shout out to Shark Beast. Says um, it safer for everyone if we reduce the spread even a bit. That's the thing. It's like again, I I, I know even if you wear the N95 mask, even if you wear the KN95s, even if you wear just a cloth mask. Like, I understand that you're not going to stop 100% of the spread. Like, you are not going to be the person who stops 100% of the spread. I understand that. But if you could just, if, if, if you could maybe not pass it to one person, right? And that one person not pass it to one, like, like it's, we're just asking for the little baby steps there, right? <laughs> like, like that's, all, that's all we're asking for. Uh, so someone asked, uh, is there a reason why you offer cloth? Yeah, no, the reason why I offer cloth typically is uh, more for just the fact that, like, when I grab my, usually especially in the front offices of most of the places I go, that's the first thing they have. I'm like, oh, N95. Like if they if they had an N95 mask sitting in the front for us, it'd be the first thing I grab. Um, especially because especially in the more more of the rehab setting, um, I have more COVID patients. In the acute care setting, because I only do that once a month, uh, pretty much. Um, and it's interesting because I was actually just working down working past this past weekend, and I didn't have a COVID patient. Uh, which is which is very good, right? I, I didn't have a single patient um, who had COVID, which is you know, in fact, is very good. And I, I saw a lot of patients last last week, uh, so which is a very good sign from especially from a hospitalization standpoint. Uh, and again, it's it's one of those things where you know, this, despite what our governor says, um, we are you know we, we we've tried to do a good job getting vaccinated, getting boosted, um, you know, trying to protect. Like we try to do kind of the quote-unquote bare minimum stuff uh, in that regard. So I think that's why it's led to less hospitalizations. But I'm also not a big fan. And the person, the pediatric, pediatrician mentioned it, where he was like, oh, the, the CDC, you know, says my county levels are low. First of all, like, like especially if you're in Florida, you already know that the numbers that they put out there are going to be falsely um, uh, lower anyways, right? Because a lot of places, especially like Florida, just stop sending their information, right? So they can, like, even though I've read, you know, 101,000 new cases, 1,300 deaths, I know that number is actually, um, the real number is more higher because you have states like Florida who are like, nah, we're not sending those numbers no more. And unfortunately with the CDC, the CDC can only use the data that is given. So if I'm not giving you the total number of cases in a, a specific county, and the total number of cases and uh, deaths in the Pacific County, you can't then turn around and say whether the COVID um, alert level should be low, medium, or high, right? Like, you can't do that because your numbers are faulty, right? Like, bad numbers in, bad numbers out. That's like, like, I had an MPH, so that's what we always said. Bad numbers in, bad numbers out. So we've been given bad numbers, especially from a COVID perspective, for a, a, a good while, especially from Florida, so whenever I whenever I time I see those numbers, I'm like, eh, that's that's not good. And then especially because of the time frame we're in, because we are towards the tail end of cold and flu season. Cold uh, flu season ends in April. Uh, because we're at the tail end, we're also going to be at the tail end of our cases as well. So if you looked at the past, you know, two three years, it was pretty much since COVID been here. I'm like two three years since COVID is here. We typically see this tail off occur you know march april may june and then you start seeing 
they start climbing back up and then, you know, summer and everything else, right? So it's not even a surprise to me that less cases are around because this is typically when I would see less cases, right? Like, because you're going to see less flu cases. You're going to see less respiratory cases in general. So you're going to see kind of this downtrend um, effect happen, especially around, again, March, April. Like, once around, especially around, like, May and June. That's usually the lull before it starts doing one of those things again. So, again, it just, again, like I said, I don't, like I said, I can't do it, right? If I was working with kids... Like I would, I would just like my default would be wearing the mask until someone says, "Hey, you don't have to wear the mask," right? And if I, you know, if I'm thirsty to take my mask off, like, oh, great, thank you. Whew. But if if I'm not thirsty, I'm like, oh, that's okay, that's cool. Um, oh, someone says uh, no children's book. No, um, this uh, this book right. Someone asked, uh, <laughs> they noticed it. Uh, I'm not an author. Uh, this is actually my my wife and my daughter's book. Uh, my daughter, oldest daughter, is autistic. My wife's autistic too. Uh, my wife's autistic, my daughter's autistic, and my son is autistic as well. So they have like a coloring book. Um, it is uh, Express Yourself Feeling. My wife is the CEO of Autism in Black, um, which we can we could probably have a whole discussion on that, you know, probably next week, just, you know, MMR vaccine, autism, whatever. Um, it's Autism Awareness Month too, so shout out, shout out uh, to the Autism Awareness and um, she actually has, my wife has her conference coming up at the end of this month as well, too. Uh, in fact, I think link might be in my bio. Yeah, link might be actually be in my bio uh, for, for that, right? Uh, but yeah, so this is her book. It's not mine. Uh, let's see. Yeah, someone said I got the uh, flu during my P rotation. Yeah, the, the kids be sick, right? The, the kids, like I said, I don't know what these kids be having. I don't know what they be having, but they got some illnesses with them. They got some illnesses with them. The sec- and I, got, I have three. So the second one of my kids gets sick, it's like a countdown in our house. We're like, oh, David's is sick. Oh, me and my wife. That's, that's, that's how we do Because we already know what that means. When David's going to get sick, then his twin sister's going to get sick because they're twins. Um, then my oldest going to get sick. And then it's going to, and they're going to get, their sickness is going to, you know, might take, you know, might take them out for half a day or something like that. When they get to me and my wife, we're... We're not we're knocked out for like a day and a half, right? So, kids germs is kids germs is a different germs, right? And again, I don't know. Maybe you built some immune system because you're a pediatrician, right? Maybe it's a possibility. I don't know, but I think it's kind of wild um, <laughs> from that perspective. Uh, let me see. I know a family got that son got COVID from PE office. Oh yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Like, because especially, and I saw someone's video because they were going like like I said, I feel, like I said, I feel bad for him, right? Again, I don't, I've never seen. This person on my timeline, so I don't know how much TikToking they be doing, uh, but I know I'm pretty sure they're in a lot of people's feeds right now. And uh, I saw someone uh, do a stitch to his video, and I, I forget I forget her name, but she was she was killing him. She was killing him. I was like, ooh, like, yeah, she was killing him. <laughs> she was like, as a doctor, as, like she was one of those. Uh, she was doing uh, what is that? What is that? What is that? Uh, they ether. Right, like, um, like she would say a statement. And I said, "That's a doctor." Boom, 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 boom. That's a doctor. Boom, boom, boom. If you're on here, shout out to you. That's like she was just, woo, she was killing him. I, I felt bad for him. Uh, but yeah, she, you know, you know, we talked about a, a family. Uh, you know, kids, especially with COVID, we already know how COVID is asymptomatic, right? We already know how we already know how you know we had to say we already know how these dirty kids be, right? You know how cur- these kids be dirty. These kids will like touch this, touch that, like. I, I, was, I saw my daughter the other day, right? She dropped the cookie on the ground. 
right? And then she counted out loud, and she before it got to five, she picked it up and ate it. She said five second rule. I don't know who even t- I thought that I thought that was an old person rule. I don't even know. I didn't even know these kids knew about the five second rule. But she counted out loud: one, two, three, four. Ate it. Beat the five second rule. Like this is what kids do. Y'all remember when y'all were kids? Y'all remember that? <laughs> like so? Uh, yeah. Just just a wild wild thing for me to see. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. This, <laughs> I like I like this. This uh, let me make sure to pin this. Um, uh, he he acted like uh, people have to be grateful because they wore the mask for so long. That's what they now and, and and the way people and especially in the healthcare setting act like this was a long time to be wearing a mask. Like we have whole professions that wear masks every single day. Every single day they wear a mask. Like that's what they do every single day. Before COVID, it was the flu. We were wearing masks. Some of us, right? I know I was. We were wearing masks. Like it was, yeah. Like he, it was just, it was just bad. <laughs> like it was just, I, I tell you. Let me see here. Oh, let's see. I don't want to make sure, make sure we don't, make sure we don't miss anything. Uh, yep. We're, we're, and whoever got sick, we're definitely wishing them a speedy recovery. Uh, oh yeah, no, I appreciate it. Uh, Jersey Girl Bop says I learned so much here on TikTok. Professional has been so generous with their time. Yeah, no, that's what that's what it is, man. It's one thing. One of the things I love about TikTok. One of the things I love about TikTok is just how um, open uh, you can be, right? And you know, relaxed you can be with just kind of your community, right? Whatever your community is, and you can just be, you know, you're just you're just shooting the breeze. You're just shooting the breeze and you're you're able to educate, you're able to, you know, have fun, you're able to, you know, crack jokes, you're able to do all of these things there um, because you, you, uh, the community of people who kind of watch you, right? So you do kind of have to set an example for them. Um, I ever took my mask off last week for the first time, 103 Fever yesterday. Yeah, you know, well, you know, co- you know, especially 103 Fever, obviously I know I, I, uh, I meant to do a report on the um, uh, this new variant that's been popping up, but. Yeah, and remember, fever's still here, right? Like again, I, I I say it all the time, and I feel like I'm the biggest spokesperson for uh, the the flu, right? But like, if 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 you, if you like just do a Google search for me and flu, like I like I've been talking about the flu just as much as I've been talking about COVID, because before COVID, it was the flu that used to fill up my hospitals, right from probably like November to like around now, around Easter time, right? The flu used to be like, that was, ugh. and I used to, and I used to just, because I know a lot of, again, I, I, not a lot of people, right? Like those who are on the other side, those who are on the other side who feel, right? Like you see, I'm vaccinated, right? Who feel that the only reason why I'm talking about this COVID vaccine is I'm a, somehow a plant for uh, Moderna, and Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson and Novartis and AstraZeneca and all these other like they they felt like I was a plant. I'm like no no no, I've been get, I've been wanting y'all to get vaccinated for, since for as long as I've been talking about the flu, right? Because I saw what the flu does, right? Oh, I saw what the flu did over and over and over to people. So so when I think about, hey man, like don't 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 forget it. Like I know COVID is that hot. I know that COVID is the the hot hot topic right now, but don't forget about the flu, and and that's why you see I think our flu numbers as, from a CDC standpoint, you know, shout out to CDC again, do what you gotta do. Um, the estimates from the flu deaths are gonna be 
they said roughly between 18 and 55,000 people should die from the flu this this cold and flu season. Um, do you think it's worth writing to my doctor's office about how they went mass optimal? Yeah, I think it was. I mean, but like, you know, you know, especially kind of following what this kind of this pediatrician um, and I'm pretty sure there's a whole bunch of others like this pediatrician. You have so many people because it might be right. They, they went mask optional, right? Obviously, um, you know, they're not going to tell you if they're vaccinated or not. Right. That's a whole nother discussion. Um, so they just like, yeah, no, back to business. Right. And, you know, at your risk, uh, like it, it would be great if these if these, um, you know, outpatient practices were at least giving patients the option like, hey, like, you know, if you want to come here, we'll wear a mask for you. Just let us know. You know. Yeah, I used to not fear flu now because after COVID, anybody feels. Oh yeah, indeed. COVID, COVID, COVID has definitely surplanted. Uh, you know, just that feeling of you know what what could be or what could be because and now right, it's it's become a default right. Whereas you get a little sick, you're like, all right, let me check to make sure I don't got COVID. Right? No one says, let me check to make sure I don't got the flu no more. Like that doesn't. That's not even a phrase that people even think of. Like you you be, you be in a hospital setting, people are not even trying to rule out. They're not, even, they're not even trying to rule out like, oh, maybe maybe it's the flu right now. They do right now. It's like, all right, let me get the covid flu RSVP RSV panel. Like, let me just let me just check you for all of that just in case uh, you got it. Uh, but the first thing is definitely, oh, man, let me make sure it's not covid. Right. Like it's just extremely tough <laughs> from that standpoint right there. Uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's the thing too. I, I love that um, that that point, right? Public health is a political. They were <laughs> where we met our demise. Yeah, that's really was the killer. Um, when when our because obviously obviously public health has been one of those things that it's 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 been that cool kid that nobody knew was cool until you like invited him to the party, right? Like people didn't realize just how significant having good public health structure was around you. Until they realize we don't have a good public health structure around us. Like once people realize like, oh, like we're not prepared for that. Like we have to do an emergency response. Like man, like when you think about it, a lot of the emergency response and things we had to do. The reason why we had to do it from an emergency related standpoint is because we didn't have it foundationally already there as a standard. So because it wasn't the standard to be able to mobilize, to be able to um, diagnose, to be able to, because that wasn't the standard across the country, you didn't have to do this emergency proclamation to make it easier for counties and cities and states to be able to mobilize, to be able to test uh, for COVID everywhere, to be able to diagnose and treat for COVID everywhere. You have to make it an emergency response because our public health structure is that bad. Because if it wasn't that bad, it'd be like, all right, hey, guys, it's, it's go time. Like, you've been preparing for this, but there was nothing to prepare for because we never prepared for it because of funding and everything else uh, that became political. And then once it became an issue where talking about social distancing was a political thing, talking about vaccination, uh, which has never been a political thing, became a political thing. Like, once it, once that became the issue, like, you, you just had this divide. You just had this divide. So that people thought that we were having, like, especially those on the other side, thought it was, like, a landmark decision when a federal judge says, hey, you don't have to wear a mask no more. Like, for them, that, like, that was, like, that was, like, when they got rid of Roe v. Ro Wade, right? Like, for them, I was like, yes, we don't have to wear a mask. Like, it, that's how excited, like, they got. Right, which is crazy because it was a public health issue 
And because of that public health issue, you guys are jumping up and down. Right, so it's yeah, extremely tough. Like just extremely tough, uh, especially in this country here. And what's what's had to occur is that those in the most vulnerable positions have had to learn to adjust. Like imagine, right? Those who are in the most vulnerable positions having to adjust around everyone else instead of us adjusting around those in the most vulnerable positions. Like that is probably the most mind-boggling thing that. When, when, when historians read about our response and, you know, in 50 years, 100 years, whatever, they're going to be like, you mean to tell me there are people who were, who were fighting, right, to get that respiratory virus? You mean to tell me there are people who were protesting because they had to wear a mask? Like, they're not going to be able to believe and process the stuff that we did, right, like we you know, they're not going to be able to process that because for them, they're just not like, hold on, hold on. Like, so they told y'all there's a respiratory virus that they, they, they weren't sure what it was. They weren't sure how well it spread. But like if you stayed, you know, from six feet, you know, you could somehow protect yourself. And people went crazy over that. Like people like when they read that, when they when they get to that chapter, like it's going to be. Yeah, and the fact that like, oh man, so you had so you had doctors arguing against doctors, and you had chiropractors, and you know you had people in nursing, you had all these other like, like it's gonna be like I obviously I'm glad I'm not gonna be around, but like it's gonna be wow. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there were freedoms is yeah already in the tree. Yeah, no, no, it's just it, and, and again, it, it's not it's not a funny situation unless you officially try to take yourself fully out of it, but when it's when you just kind of just read it and you're like, wow, like, yeah, we're really like we're really having a discussion on whether you should wear a mask around kids like that's like in a healthcare setting. Right. Like I ain't even talk about when you go to the grocery store, when you do this, I'm not, I'm, not even, I'm like I'm giving the grace there because I just know people going to take it anyways. But like in if you had to choose one setting to say, hey, you know what, I'm going to be uncomfortable. I'm just going to wear a mask. You would think the one setting would be in the doctor's office. Right or the healthcare facility, you would think. I don't know, man. Um, long COVID. I have had long COVID, COVID for three years. Went to the cardiologist Tuesday. Not one person to mask beside me. Yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. And 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 of course, when when you are the odd person out, you start. You really your your brain, right? Especially if you're not really focused, right? Your brain starts playing tricks on you. You start saying like, okay, wow. Right now, like, am I am I tripping right now? Am I am I am I, am I like you? You really start kind of questioning yourself, and you know, for those who are like, yeah, I don't care about none of that. Like, you, you know, it's a it's a short question, but you really start like looking like, wow, like no one's doing it, and the people who should be doing it aren't doing it. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, oh, I appreciate you. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, no, we're, no. Uh, I, I love y'all, man. Like y'all, y'all are just amazing. Y'all are amazing here, right? Especially because y'all, y'all just, uh, you know, being able to kind of speak your truth, right? I, and again, like y'all can see some of the grays, the gray grays in my hair, right? Like I turned forty uh, in December, and I was talking to a good friend of mine when I was just talking about, you know, the this uh, younger. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what. I'm not sure what letter they call y'all Gen Z. I don't know what it is, right? But whoever the younger generation is, right? And I just talk about how, like, look how well they're able. Look how much they speak up uh, for themselves. And obviously, you know, we're dealing with the gun issues right now. And like you can tell, they are not going to stand for it. Like I remember Columbine, right? Like I remember Sandy Hook, 
right? Like I remember these things, but I don't remember my generation being like, the second I turn 18, I'm voting you out. Like I just, like that was not a thought. But these kids right here, like they are counting down. All right, 18th birthday, cool. Oh, that's what we doing? Okay. Mental note, mental note, mental note. We getting you up out of there. Like, like just a different energy, which I appreciate. Uh, oh yeah, let me see. Uh, working healthy pH expression needs, and I'm dumbfounded. Yeah, I just, yeah, this again. You you start you start really like really like like is this what we're doing here? Like is like here? Like again, it's just one of those things where like again to, to be again, and I, I I don't even like calling it inconvenience because like I said, I wear I wear it so much. Like even on the I I be at the way I be on my way home just driving. Drive it away until it hits me like, oh, I still got my mask on. Like, it's just like a, it's, for me, it's a part of uniform to the point where like, I'm like, I'm, I'm the worst too. Cause I'll, I'll walk in if I, cause especially, you know, the mask is dirty. I throw it away. Right. So uh, I walk in, I tap my, my, my pockets. I'm like, oh, I'm going to mess. And then I start looking around like, all right, I gotta get, to, I gotta get to that front desk over here. Cause I know masks stay at that front desk. I'm like, okay, no one's in my path. Boom. And then I beeline and then I get a mask. Like, because it just. Like I said, I, I, I'm, again, unfortunately, I, 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 I think my mind is flipped. I'd be looking at people weird when I can see their face now. Like, oh, wow, I can see your face. Like, it'd just be weird to me. Um, uh, did you see the latest article about cognitive decline in mild COVID? Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. And, and, and we, and obviously, yes, it's just, it's been three years. I don't think we've scratched the service on how bad COVID is. Right. And I, I don't want to be hyperbolous. I don't want, I don't, you know, again, I'm not here to spell doom and gloom. I just do not believe we know just how bad COVID is. Like, I, I just, I just don't think it is, right? And then, you know, I saw, because I, I get a lot of uh, email articles that pop up in my email. And then they were talking about, you know, you know, multi-resistant fungi and everything else. And I'm like, oh yeah. And then, of course, and of course I did, I didn't watch the full, I didn't watch the full, I, I just watched like a clips of it where, um, cause I was at a conference where, uh, we actually had people talking about climate change. It was a health conference talking about climate change. And the, the crux of it was, Hey, you know, because of global warming, um, uh, because of, you know, the ice melting and everything else, we got some diseases that's been frozen, like literally frozen that, that when they do come around, it's going to be a problem. Right. And again, like what? Like, and of course, obviously, again, we're not doom and gloom here, but this is just kind of the reality that it is like we 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 don't even know what some of these diseases are doing. I, I think COVID again, we uh, fortunately you, you can't really study anything until you have time. Right. So and there's a lot of there's a lot of people who are affected with it. So you, I think we're going to be doing so many kind of kind of uh, retrospective studies like, hey, you know what? I'm seeing a correlation in this. I'm seeing a correlation in that. I'm seeing a correlation in that. Like we're going to, you'll start seeing that to the point where people, and, and mind you, like now, especially those who are the other side, um, they love when there's correlations with the vaccine. Like, oh my God, I'm seeing a correlation of people who gotten vaccinated, get this, right? They never read the articles of the people who got COVID and got that blank. Like that's never, for somehow those articles never hit their desk. But let a retrospective article about association with COVID vaccine and, you know, your fingernails turning blue. They're all over it. They're all over it. Right. Just, you know, just extremely disingenuous uh, uh, with that bunch. 
Yeah, no, really, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a wild reality right now. Like I said, and, and again, I and and they told me because the doctors were up there because they were both infectious disease doctors, and they were like, yeah, if you want to go in a um, rabbit hole, like start looking up how you know the global warming and and they feel that whatever there's going to be in diseases. Oh, I'm in uh, South Florida, Palm Beach County. Um, they they were <laughs> they said that the diseases that are in these ice blocks are likely going to be respiratory in nature. Right, like so, and again, something that they, that's gonna make COVID look kind of uh, which and so think about it, right? There's gonna be a disease out here that's gonna make COVID look like oh, that's oh, it's just COVID, right? Like that's just wild to see um, in and of itself. <laughs> uh, so you see the race of transmission, fully vaccinated, and boosted just as high, uh, just as high as what? Um, is it just in high as uh, you know those who are not vaccinated, or uh, I just, just just so you can get clarification. Uh, from from that perspective there and then like like so let's let's say let's say the the answer is um those who are um uh vaccinated uh boosted and then covid responses right in the past year oh yeah in the past year oh that 100 percent uh but remember when 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 we when we think about that relation right we have to remember that we're not necessarily dealing with the same covid virus right so and that's why variants have always been such a problem and, uh, and again, we obviously we talked about this kind of ad nauseum, um, but our biggest fears, especially in the beginning, uh, was as far as when we were like, hey, you know, 70 percent, 70 percent was we were trying to drive down the spread quickly because we knew if we didn't drive down the spread quickly, uh, the rate of variance um, creation was going to go up. And we knew that, and like this thing about it from an OG perspective, we knew that, yeah, the OG, like again, if you had the OG uh, version of COVID-19, that thing has no chance against our booster, none whatsoever. Like it's out of there, right? But we know that if you allow COVID to replicate, 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 you're going to have these variants and the variant and the variant. And guess what? This variant, oh, that little vaccine you had, I'm good against that. Oh, that booster you had, I'm good against that. It's the same reason why um, when we the flu season, the flu season is all about different variants of the flu. It's the same, it's, and that's the reason why every time we have a new flu vaccine, it's a different uh, brand version boost of the flu vaccine. Because we know if we try to give you that same flu vaccine from the old, like we'd be it'd be a lost cause. We we know it'd be a lost cause. Uh, so that's that's really the biggest issue. So. You'll, you'll see a lot of people, especially when we when we talk about vaccination and boosted, um, you see a lot of people kind of clamoring for, hey, like, when's our next booster? Right. Like when's the and yeah, the problem is that the boosters are only effective for so long. Right. Because, um, again, is it, and again, obviously, remember, we're, we're not we're not playing on a normal playing field. The flu doesn't vary it <laughs> like the covid variants. Right. Just, so, you know, again, we're, you know, just plain, 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 plain English. Uh, because the flu doesn't vary like the COVID variants, like we're having to be a lot more aggressive in protecting ourselves um, and masking and boosting and doing all those things there because we know that like, yeah, the, the variant of yesterday ain't going to be the variant of today. Um, are masks still necessary non-crowd places to store? Or you know what? That's just a very good question, right? Because let me tell you, I don't wear necessarily wear a mask when I'm going to like the grocery store, especially in those well ventilated, you know, you, I'm in Publix. I don't know if they got Publix where you got. I'm in the Publix, right? So you got a big store, well ventilated area. Um, so you have a lot of people who are like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to the grocery store. I'm kind of going in. I'm going, going out, right? 
You know what? If should is it necessary? We would like if you had it. But again, I don't wear it all the time. I walk in there, boom, boom, get my stuff and get out. Right? It's because I know I'm going in a place that like, all right, ventilation's there. I'm gonna go go and do my thing. I'm gonna get up out of there. But like, let's say if you're going to again a doctor's office where usually a little bit more confined, usually a little more closed. You're going in a room where it's kind of you know like that. That's that's why the the pediatrician's office and just healthcare settings in general is kind of uh, uh, because you know our vendor, you know just kind of that close knit area. It's kind it's a little bit tougher. A little bit tougher, but I, I think again, if you're walking out in the street, if you're walking, you know, walking out, you're going to the store, you're doing all these things there, and you know the air is well ventilated, right? That that's why a lot of the recommendations, especially for masking, got loose, right? Because they're saying, hey, if you're in these kind of big areas, you know, big well ventilated spots, you know what? We like it, right? It's when it got tricky is when they start saying, well ventilated spot or not, like don't wear your mask, you're good. Like that's where. It, it got it got, got it difficult, uh, you know, for most people. But you'll see a lot of people again, and I don't fault them, right? And again, it's because I understand I understand that we're living in a world where, yeah, you're gonna have some people who just not wearing the mask, right? You're gonna have some people who who, who don't need to wear the mask anymore. You have some people who feel like they don't have to wear the mask anymore. You, you all these different scenarios here. So so you're gonna have people who are like, yeah, I'm not wearing that mask. Like I'm just going to the grocery. I'm just getting some eggs. I ain't wearing that mask, like because they've already calculated, hey. I'm going to deal with the ramifications of not wearing the mask, right? And everyone who goes in that store needs to deal with the ramifications of me also not wearing that mask as well. So that's kind of, you know, that's kind of where it's it's kind of like kind of people kind of butted heads because people want like, hey, like I can't wear, I can't, like I can't get vaccinated. I can't get boosted, right? So you should wear a mask and social distance, like, and people are like, eh, you know what? I'm not going to do that, right? Or let's say I did it, right? Let's say I'm one of those people, get me. I, I'm vaccinated, I'm boosted, double boosted, right? Team, team, uh, I'm a during the mafia, right? I just want to go get them eggs, right? And if you know that your chances uh possibly getting it from, uh you know, someone around us, let's say me, I'm rocking around asymptomatic, you got to do what you need to do to protect yourself, right? And I'm going to do what I need to do to protect myself. Right. Like, so it's kind of that it's kind of that, that that happy median that sometimes is difficult to kind of have discussion because you, you know, you, you want to live in a world where, you know, obviously we want to live in a world where no one has COVID. Right. That ain't, the, that ain't it. Right. We want to live in a world where no one has COVID, but we don't live in that world no more. Like that world is gone. Right. So we just got to live in a world where COVID is here. And, and what are we going to do about it? Like, how can we protect ourselves? How can we protect our loved ones? How can we protect others? Right. Like those are the kind of decisions that kind of have to play, um, you know, you know, uh, a role in our mind. Right. And I just think it's one of those things where if you are, you know, like I said, there, I think there's just certain settings where you just got to be like, hey, you know what? Um, <laughs> mass have been great to cover my garlic breath. Yeah. No. Yeah. I love the mask. Shout out to the mask. Sometimes I don't even I don't even really shave like that no more because I got I'm like, you know, I got a mask on. Nobody see my face anyway. Like I I go in planning the fact like, oh, I wear a mask. Like, I don't need to shave them more. I'm good, right? So you you could definitely, <laughs> uh, you could definitely be yeah. To, to, shout out to Team Moderna um, Mafia out here. And mind the second, the second CDC says we gotta get boosted again. I'm running up to get boosted again, right? Like I keep telling people, when when I was getting my flu shots, no one was standing in line looking at me crazy when I got my flu shots. So 
So when I get my COVID vaccines, get out the way too. <laughs> yeah, your yeah, problem is not wearing people where people have to go. Yeah, doctor's office, you know, that's a, that's that's the point. Like if you, if I gotta go there, like come on, protect yourself, especially if I'm sick. Especially if I'm sick out here. <laughs> um, so that's a good question. Um, as far as uh, Emerald's asking when, if she got her uh, last one in October, um, when can she get the other one? Now, obviously, it depends, right? So it obviously location. It depends on um, you know boost. I would say roughly about three to three to six months, right? Now I'm waiting for again. CDC may say because eventually they're going to say we need to get a COVID booster every year. But you might, if you're wondering why they haven't got to that point yet, it's because literally, again, if you read, like almost every two to three months, they have to talk about a new variant. So if every two months, hey, how has it going? If every two to three months they got to talk about a new variant, that that kind of like, ooh, we gotta go back, like, cause like I, like I wanted to, I wanted to do this boost, but I, oh, we got another variant. Let's see what this variant does. So when when you're seeing kind of this rise and just the cases rise and everything else, it's really because like you know the variants are still kind of still. And remember, this is a this is a worldwide issue. So let's say if, if we could put a fence around the United States, yeah, I think we'd be getting a, a boost pretty soon. But we don't have a fence around the United States. So even if the United States is doing good, right? You know, almost because the United States is about close to seventy percent vaccinated who can be vaccinated. Right. But there's parts of the world who can't get vaccinated. And guess what? We're going over there, too. And they're coming over here. Right. So we got so when they get a variant, we get a variant. Right. <laughs> uh, do I think the variants will ever slow down? Uh, eventually. Right. And by, by slowing down, there's I think there's obviously they'll still develop because that's how viruses work. Virus. Again, remember, COVID wants to live as much as you want to live. Right. And COVID knows for COVID to live, I got to keep making, you know, a little a little adjustment here, a little adjustment there to keep living. So COVID wants to live just as much as you want to live. So because COVID wants to live just as much as you want to live. Oh, I'm not. Oh, pan vaccine from Project Next Gen. I'm not I'm not necessarily familiar with that uh, pan vaccine, but I'll definitely read up on that. Uh, and definitely, I'll make a quick video, make a quick video um, from my response. Uh, pan vaccine. I got to remember that. Um, yeah, so COVID wants to live just as much as you want to live. So because we know COVID wants to live just as much as you want to live, like COVID is going to do the things to evade our treatment and we just got to keep making new treatments for it. So, uh, so I think if you, we, if we eventually get to a point where the, the, the rate is slowed down, where we like, all right, you know what? We can kind of guesstimate because that's what we do with not the flu. Now we can kind of guesstimate, Hey, you know what? Based off what the flu was doing last year. We think it might try to do something like this. And guess what? We got a vaccine for that. So once we get to the point where, boom, like we got a vaccine for that and, and we, we can kind of predict how COVID is doing it. I, oh, <laughs> masking for life, masking forever. Love it. <laughs> once we can get to that point here, then I think, all right, guys, let's do COVID boosters every year. Let's do COVID boosters. every. Now, obviously, this is a very privileged position to be like COVID uh, boosters every year because guess what you gotta you gotta afford you gotta afford it and we already know that the government um has pulled back all of the funding and everything else so we know eventually it's going to get to a point where if you can't afford the covid booster it, it don't matter if it's available it, just like the flu flu is out here right but if you don't go to one of those places that typically give the flu vaccine out for free right it don't matter right so that's going to happen too with covid right covid is going to be the hey 
you know what? I can afford to go get Paxlovid. I can afford to go get a booster every year. I can afford to do those things there. And that's when it's going to be a, oh, that's going to be a wild thing. Uh, Pan vaccine protect against new variants and other vaccines. Oh, I'll be very interested in hearing uh, about that, especially um, other COVID variants. Um, I'll be very interested to hear, uh, read up on that. Um, and I'll definitely do a video just kind of, you know, get that on here. Ooh, all right. So we are approaching the hour mark again. Ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate y'all joining uh, for another great discussion. It, but it just it just had to find me. Shout out to Millie. Millie, Millie sent me that uh, that that DM. She's like, hey, hey, what do you think about this? And I and I listened to it and I said, ooh, I got to I had to talk about this because I knew I was gonna like. And then I saw the tag and then I got a tag here, tag here, and then someone else sent me the video and I said, oh, oh, I feel bad. I feel bad because yeah, <laughs> I just knew it. I just. Like the it just it just I just hate I just hate how it came off. It just came off that uh um ooh uh, oh this is a great question. Uh, how can white doctors help inspire trust in black patients? Ooh, this is a very good question. Ah, so couple oh, a couple things, a couple things. I, I'll make I'll make it quick because I don't about to get out of here. So one, um, there has to be an acknowledgement of why black patients don't mess with vaccines, right? There has to be that acknowledgement, right? Um, you know, obviously Tuskegee, obviously Henrietta Lacks, obviously me medicine's history uh, with purposely or even worse, not uh, purposely, purposely doing something or purposely not doing something uh, to black patients, right? That's just historical fact. And because that historical fact is bred into our um, medical medicine history, if you don't acknowledge like that aspect of it, uh, then, you, then you telling them that, you know, MRI vaccines, 99% safe, and that ain't going to matter nothing to them, right? Because you got to get them the one trust, you got to get them the one trust the medicine system as a general, and then you got to get them to trust that, hey, guess what? I know you don't want to deal with you know, things like erectile dysfunction, early dementia, um, you know, respiratory pulmonary fibrosis and all these other things uh, that could possibly occur if you happen to get it. And we're not talking about we're not even talking about like dying. Right. Because because I think it's a it's definitely a lose situation if you say, oh, it could you know, protect yourself from dying from COVID. Right. Because all they're going to hear is, you know, one to two percent. Right. And they automatically going to think they're not in the one to two percent. Right. So like. You got to get away from that. But like, if you acknowledge, like, hey, I know why you don't trust the healthcare system, and I know why you may not trust these um, vaccines. Um, but let me explain to you. Obviously, one that you know this ain't that right. Like this, 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 this new process here is going to save lives because it has saved lives. Um, this new process here that hasn't has no long term harmful effects. It, it's not. It doesn't hang around your body and change your DNA or whatever. All the things that they were saying like once once they kind of get that and once they can trust you like once they can trust you and say you know what doc is not going to leave me wrong uh then they'll eventually get it uh, but that i think that's usually the big that's usually the big aspect of it right like they they have a very deep-seated trust one because they just kind of know their history they know the history of medicine they know what medicine has done to black patients they don't want to be a part of the new history they want they don't you know because some black patients feel uh, that you know, COVID is an experiment, right? And they don't want to be a part of the experiment, right? So once once they understand, like, no, I I can trust the person in front of me um, uh, with my life because that's what you're doing. Um, I can trust the person in front of me with my life. Then they'll be like, okay, all right, doc, now tell me about this vaccine. 
Um, but if you try to go with facts about the vaccine and the numbers and the safety, it ain't. That's out of there. They gone. They, it's over their head. They not. No, my because my like. Uh, I I have trouble, right? Like I I'm a black physician, and I still have trouble talking to them about the vaccine. So you can only imagine, right? If it's a, a white physician, a Hispanic physician, uh, an Indian physician, like imagine if any other, like they're like, hmm, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> um, what do you think the best vaccine? Uh, obviously the one that you know you can get. I think um, obviously I'm obviously I am biased because I got the mRNA vaccines. Um, I I am not afraid of the necessary new technology associated with vaccines, uh, and which mRNA vaccine is a newer technology. Um, I think the uh, the risk uh, and the side effect profiles, are, which because they are, are much better with the mRNA vaccines. But obviously, you know, you got to you know, we got to weigh kind of pros and cons as far as um, any medical history that may preclude you not to be able to get the mRNA vaccines that say, all right, I, I got to get a vector vaccine like Johnson & Johnson or a nucleic acid vaccine like um, the Novartis one. So it's just kind of pros and cons. But if you can, I'm team, I'm, I'm team, I'm Moderna Mafia, right? And, you know, that's where, yeah, and, yeah you know, covers news variants, you know, Moderna Pfizer, like that. That's, that's the name of the game for me, per se. All right, I'm out of here. Y'all be blessed. Y'all have a great night.